Did you see that? For one, for, from one man, he made every nation of men. All right? Easily you can understand it. All of you who are married today, you are one, isn't it? All right? And God had made children out of you, correct? And those of you who have grandchildren, you were just one woman, one man, and you have children, and your children are having children, all right? And if God spare your life, and you see the other children, the grandchildren marrying, and they have children, only the two of you, in a short time, you will have become hundred, isn't it? Especially if your children and grandchildren are fulfilling the mandate in the book of Genesis, chapter uh, 1, verse 28. Are you with me now? Okay, so we can understand the principle that from one man, God had made what? All nations. But listen to this. That they should inhabit the whole earth. And he determined the time set for them to be born and to die. And the exact places where they should live. So you are living in England now, those of you who arrived before me. Not because you chose to, but because God determined it. Okay? So whenever anyone hearing me from all over the world, any country that you are now, the reason why you are there is because God had determined it before you were born, that you would be there. When God has, if those of you that God will move from that country to another country, when the time is up, He will move you by one way or the other. Some people are moved by war. Some people are moved by economy and all manners of things. Refugees, they call them. But you see, not all refugees are granted permission in other countries. The refugees that are allowed in other countries because God had, had ordained that they will be there. And the ones they reject is because God had ordained that they will not be there. It's not because man decided. There is no law of any country that can stop refugees. Like we know that in England now, isn't it? That our law can't handle it. Alright? So, if God determined where you are, why did God determine where you are? You are in England today. Why did he determine where you are? You will sit down in two minutes. It's good to stand before the Lord. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. You read it to yourself. For I am God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for me. Take your seat in the name of the Lord. You are somebody created by God. A craftsman of the wise, the only wise one. So therefore, if God determines where you will stay on earth, and you are in England now, and God created you to do good works, your purpose in England is to be a blessing. One of the areas to focus on, which we will do to date also, in prayer, is that everything you need from God to be a blessing to the country where you are established, that heaven will give unto you. Somebody say amen. I love the Lord. <laughs> I am happy with you, Christ with Tabernacle. God has helped me to raise leaders that will shape the face of the earth across the globe. Everyone who listen to the voice that speaks through me your time to reign and to rule has come i announce to you i will together now i have shown you how easy it is to serve god god made simple by showing you the scripture from where i got god 
and by simplifying for you so that you too can read it by yourself and see that what I'm saying is written. So that you also can encounter God the way I encounter God. You can be taken to heaven as I have been taken to heaven several times. You can see angels of God as I have seen them. You can be confident in God even beyond my confidence. Fear nothing under heaven. So that Satan cannot take, you know, a ride of you. We are not part of people that shrine, you know, terrify. Or else we terrify the shrines to the least in this house. We are not part of the people who tell stories of failure. Because it's not in our calendar. God has covenant with the righteous. And righteousness is not legalism. But those who are righteous are legal. However, our legality comes from our willingness to relate with the sovereign God in his terms. And so, I am seeing manifestation of, of this. I was going to tell you that uh, from one man the whole world was filled, isn't it? The whole world was, was, was filled. Uh, Elder Okereke and his wife, some time ago, 30 years ago, they were one and then they became two and the two became one. Can you see nations, nation number one, nation number two, nation number three, nation number four, came out of them, hallelujah. Uh, We are looking at me like that. 30 years ago. And I think that I give you all of you the nations 10 years. We will have seen the third nation, fourth nation, fifth nation, sixth nation, seventh nation, eighth nation. And this is the promise of the Lord. God is good. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Please receive it. I've been sharing with you about the seven things about heart, mind, and thought number one your heart is your is your treasure house of good and evil thoughts number two your heart control your mouth number three every imagination and thoughts come from your heart number four you have the power to control your thoughts number five You have the power to control your words or your speech. Number six, you have the power to control your actions, hence your destiny. Number seven, you will give account to every careless word you speak. Last Sunday, I was not able to go beyond number four. Because when I began to teach you about the fourth point, which is you have the power to control your thoughts, I felt that I should, we should look together into case scenario in the scriptures. And the two cases we looked at was King Jeroboam, 1 Kings 12, 25-33. And we saw how a king... Somebody who was brought, lifted by God from the grass, from the dust of the earth. 
a man who has no royal bath. And because the one that God made covenant with, his descendant, Solomon, disobeyed God with all the splendor and with all the relationship God established with him. When he was 30, he grew older to master God because he became the richest as God promised. And he allowed the riches to get into his head. So, therefore, God relented of his promise according to his equity. And God tore the kingdom from him. However, he picked up Jeroboam. And Jeroboam never dreamt. Because if you are not born in a royal family, how could you be a royal family a king? And God promised and did it. Haven't God done so? And God tore the kingdom. And God told him why. I'm doing that because Solomon did not keep the covenant with, which I made with him and his father. And so he went to idols. Can you then believe that having God given Jeroboam ten tribes out of twelve and left one for Rehoboam? Jeroboam ended up in his mind with some thoughts. He said in verse 26, Jeroboam thought to himself, the kingdom will now likely revert to the house of Jerusalem, to the house of David. How can he think so? When he did not begin his reign by thinking, the reign did not come to him because he thought good. It was because God thought he should put him there. And God's thought brought him there. And I warned you strongly. The thoughts that you permit in your heart, you have the power to control. A whisper comes to your mind. To become a thought, it has to be processed. Because it's an imagination at the entry to human mind. And you can still cast down imagination. That is, you can subdue your imagination before it becomes a thought. Because when it becomes a thought, then it becomes a stronghold. It becomes something that, you know, will lead you to an action. And you will be responsible for your own action before God. You can never blame Satan. Satan can flash any, any imagination to your mind. But you have the power to control your thought and say no. At the onset, the inception of such imagination. However, he did not. Then Satan developed his thought to his action. In the book, the verse 31, yeah, in verse 28 really, after seeking advice from men, now not from God, not from the prophet, and the prophet was still alive. But he went to man. Now he's established. He has a throne. He has power. He has money. He has wealth. He says the king made two golden cows. So the people gave him advice. But he's the one who committed the acts. Are we together now? So the people are not culpable for, his, for the advice they gave him. He cannot claim that the advice they gave me misled me. No, no, no. Advice doesn't mislead you. Advice only informs you. Your decision is what determines whether you are misled. Because if you are given an advice that is misleading, every human being is created by God with what you call an instinct. We may call it a, a reasonable sense rather than a common sense. I say a reasonable sense because it's a sense that you can reason with. Not everybody has common sense, I discovered. 
That is the reason why people in high places, in high places behave contrary to a common sense that a man on the streets could have. And you wonder, but these guys are in high places, could they not have the common sense? However, a reasonable sense is a sense that you reason with and you decided. So then, they advised him and he reasoned with the advice. And so, he built Baal. And then, 31 said, Jeroboam built shrines on high places, introducing a new order of Satanism, which transpired through the rulership of, of the kingdom of Israel to the end of Israel. And it brought Israel to an end, really. And of course, he appointed priests, honorary priests for himself, people who are not supposed to be, and instituted a festival, and then offered sacrifices on the altar. But then we compared him with the book of Luke 15, 17 to 18, and looked at a young man called the prodigal son, who told his father that, look, I want my will now, I want to go out. And the father, with all his objections, the boy insisted, you don't understand, you guys are old folks, like some say now. (laughs) You don't understand, as if the father was born as a father. He did not grow as a baby. And so, the father said, okay, what you want, I give you. So the father gave him his portion of his will. And as a young man like Rehoboam, he went and he lavished it with his friends in a foreign city. He lived in a foreign city, forgot the culture he was raised in. He forgot the respect and the honor that his parents raised him in. He forgot the, uh, the, 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 the ethics of his family. And he squandered himself and followed ravelers. And the Bible tells us that, of course, when you fling money around, they will help you spend it. So they helped him spend all his money, all his wealth, and he came to zero. The fact is that any wealth you spend without a source to replenish is a matter of time. It will soon be a history. And I think that principle, as you explain it better, any wealth spent without a source to replenish in a short time, you will be very, very much amazed that it will be no more. Similarly, those of you who have been in careers, okay, if you, had, if you graduated in a career 10 years ago and you don't upgrade yourself, update yourself, you are becoming obsolete from this season. You understand? Because every career has been invaded by computers, especially coronavirus or Toyota virus, like somebody called it in Nigeria or coronavirus. Whatever name you call it has caused a shutdown, a lockdown, which is universal. And that lockdown has changed reasoning, it has changed professionalism, it has changed the way to business, it has changed every approach. So anyone who has been a business person, a professional person and stuff, and you have been running away from educating yourself with computers and the, 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 the availed um, you know, platforms that are now, and you say, oh, I don't know about computer science, now you will not be relevant. It's a principle... The principle of the Bible is applicable to our lives. Same thing in marriage. If you forgot your oath and you don't, you don't renew your vows, you will soon forget, you forget what you said. And you will soon be living as coexistence rather than, you know, enjoying your married life. Understand this. This young man took decision after his bankrupt. He was spending money but no, no source. 
and he bankrupt and he thought to himself I will go to my father why have I spoken about this before expounding on you have the power to control your speech and word is because every speech has its origin in the thought of a man and you will soon discover when we go next week into you have the power to control your action that action is a product of a speech which emanates from the thinking or the thought of a man and this is the reason why these three things need to be linked together and i've taken time to explain each at least a little bit you know giving you enough information which you can also go and develop on and so if you look at the book of proverbs therefore your thoughts reveal who you are proverbs 27 verse 23 verse 7 23 verse 7 for as a man as he thinks and as he thinks in his heart so is he understand that your thoughts reveals you now you have power to control your thought is what we are lo- your, your speech is what we are looking in but we have spent time overviewing your power to control your thoughts because your speech is a product of your thought hebrew chapter 4 verse verse 12 i read the new king james version in this for the word of god is living and powerful and sharp or sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrows and is a discerner of thoughts and intent of the heart now i want us to look at the last statements rather than the piercing and disjointing because i can preach a sermon for how many many hours only god knows just on that but what i want to recognize is what applies to god applies to you and i because we are god's image and those of you who are born again if you have accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior that is what is called born again not everybody who go to church are born again some go to church because it's society they want to be associated with the society some go to church because their parents went to church some go to church because they think it's ethical it's social you know and stuff like that but among those who go to church are people who have come to a realization that i can go to church and church is not in me and when i say church i mean the church of the living god and so they decided to repent of their ways and ask god for help all right and say to god i'm a sinner i was not born saved a man cannot be born saved even if i was born inside the church apostle williams was born i wasn't born in hospital okay in the days that my parents gave back to me our sect of christians we don't drink medicine it's only water we drink i was raised with only water i grew very well before they, they began to force them in school to go and give me inoculation when my mother was in the labor they carried her into the church behind the church is uh behind the church we have some rooms they call vestry where ministers pray before they come to pulpit one of them that's where i was born and i was not born again because nobody can be born as a born again 
as a Christian. You can't be born as a Christian. You can be born into a Christian family, but that doesn't make you a Christian. To be a Christian, we will end it up here. Your word and your speech is what makes you a Christian. For if a man believe in his heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, which is taught, and he confessed with his mouth that Jesus is Lord, and then the Bible says, he shall be what? Be saved. With your heart you believe and you are justified, with your mouth you confess and you are saved. Therefore, that scripture says, the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Understand that your word discerns your thoughts and your word discerns the intention of your heart. That's the reason why you cannot speak what you do not mean. Let me say this to you. Many Christians, is so strange, and this is a pity to Christianity, that many Christians don't read Bible. It is pastor who reads it for them. Not so in CFT. I make you study the Bible daily. If you come to this church and the daily Bible I give you to read, I didn't go and buy a, a Sunday school manual from somebody who designed Sunday school manual for you to read. I don't do that. In CFT, I would have done that. But material that had been written by many ministers for the Bible, so I didn't do that. Because what God told me is that He wants you to read and hear Him. Okay? God does not want me to program you. He wants you to be programmed directly by Him. So I gave you scriptures. I can expound to you, which I do. And when many of you are leading prayer, you do expound. For us to understand the, the story of the Bible as it is, and then reason with God on the significances of those stories and the application in your life. And that is why I can boast of Christ with Tabernacle anywhere I go on earth. <laughs> I can, I can, I can boast, I can boast. I went to Nigeria. It's good to tell stories sometimes. The older you go, the more stories you tell. Now let me tell you. I went to Nigeria with some of you. Pastor was there with me. And we went to a place called Ijebuland. Okay? And I say Ijebuland because they are not Jebusites. But those people and Jebusites, only God can tell where they come from. They are, I think the same father must have given back to them because they are Jebus and it's Jebusite. It is the extreme of Satanism when you talk of what they call curse or spell. No tribe in Nigeria in the kingdom of hell can compete with the spell of Ijebu people. Are you with me now? My mother's great-grandfather came from Ijebode. However, because they will say to a standing tree, fall, and before your eyes, mighty tree will begin to fall. It's not sick. That is how they test their power. Or they will see an animal going and they will say to that animal that your breast should grow to the ground. And you see the breast of the animal growing out to the floor. They tell it, the dog, keep backing. And that dog will back until it dies to test their demonic power of words. In the midst of them, if you say that, oh, this, if, if something happened to you, I say that, am I not a foolish man? 
they will say yes, and that person will become foolish. Are you with me now? These are prolific, how demonic, satanic they are. Now they have evil forests forbidden for any human being to enter except deadly weapons like them in the hands of Lucifer. That is where they sacrifice human beings, they sacrifice anything there. And when I took them, God said, take them and enter that forest. Okay? I did not consult my leadership because they didn't instruct me. The one who created us told me enter. I did not consult my wife, she was there. Everybody, we just turned. Follow me. We got, as we got to the entrance, people ran who are born there. Pastors, ah, pastor, you can't, you can't. Don't, that is a forbidden forest. And I said to them, who forbid it? They said, our forefathers. I said, show them to me. They said, they are dead. I said, so sorry for you. If they have power there, let them come and meet me when I enter this forest. Who oh, they say, you don't know it is. I said, keep your mouth shut. I came from a, a satanic background. I know what I'm talking about. I said for me, the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. That's what we read every, every day, isn't it? CFT. If the earth is the Lord, it is an insult for me when I'm alive for any satanic or occultic group to claim any forest as their own. Can you follow me? They followed me. Young among you followed me. We entered the forest. The rest is story. The rest is story. You know what I'm saying to you? I want to understand the word of God. Of course, we entered the forest. The devil inside there ran away. All the demons took, took to their heels. They now sent a bird to come and kill me. Uh, in the church, a bird. Ow! Five foot wide. We commanded it in the name of Jesus. The Lord revealed it. Because when we are praying, so people who are in darkness don't know that we have more sight than them. We have more power than them. Because Christians don't manifest. Christians are afraid of them for nothing. For nothing. Those guys, they are the most fearful human being on earth. If you can confront them, they will run. They will run. If I'm robber come to your house and you shoot a pistol, he will run. Though he has a kill for the seven. They don't want to die. I commanded life out of the bird. The bird came down dead without anyone stoning it. Word! Your word has power to make you or to break you. Your word defines your destiny. Your word of yesterday is what resulted into what you are today. That is the reason why Christians should not speak any word anyhow. You don't speak what you don't mean. <clears throat> it is your word that moves the realm of the spirit. It is the word of a man that establishes punishment for other men. The word of the judge sentences a man to prison according to what the judge has said. The word of the doctor makes a sick person sicker to death. Why? Because when somebody is battling with a disease and he's still okay because he does not have any mental breakdown. And he came to, to the doctor and the doctor now called the disease a big name and said, oh, 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 this is the name of this disease. 
Do you have this symptom? And they begin to read all symptoms you do the person didn't have. The moment he begins to hear all those symptoms, let him leave the place. And when the doctor says, especially that this is not a sickness curable, and it's cancer, people just slum into fear. And you see how manners of things happen. It is by word you say I do and you marry. It is by word you say I don't and you divorce. Your word is your life. Your word is your life. I think I will take this lecture today and next Sunday to finish this about the power of the word. Therefore, your word is a discerner of your thoughts and your word is the one that reveals your intent, the intention of your heart. So therefore, in the book of Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 to 17, it says, let the word of Christ richly dwell in you. Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ, the Bible, what Jesus said, what Jesus said, what Jesus said, what Jesus said, what richly dwell in you. You know, I was speaking to Nigerians. Because God told me that the Christians of Nigeria, I think I will do a cast to send to them. You see, many of them don't understand. They have this problem of Boko Haram, or the Fulani Hashmen, and everybody is attacking the man on the throne of Nigeria. It is strange for me when I hear Christians do that. To me, they have been cut off from heaven. Because they do not understand that if the holiest man of Nigeria is placed over the presidency of Nigeria today, he can do nothing. Really, what he will do, he will be corrupt. He can do something that is to be corrupt. The holiest man of Nigeria. The reason is because it is not the man, it is the throne that determines the behavior of those who are holders. The throne. The throne of Satan was established in Nigeria. Okay, because I'm not really talking about Nigeria. 1960. When you said you are having independence. However, that throne therefore has spirits that sits upon from the presidency to the judiciary to the senate to the house of assembly to the governorship to the local council chairman and now it is in every street of nigeria and that is the reason why majority of nigerians no matter you go to nigeria with your your all your decision that there must be a change in this country i can change this country this is what we do in england we can go and we have learned it let's go and establish it from the airport you will forget that dream because they will frustrate you from the airport i'm telling you it is not the people but the spirits are you with me now so when you wrestle against man you will fail that's why all prayers in nigeria over the years has not been answered they wrestle with man speak to the throne and shift the spirit of the throne and replace it with angel by prophetic declaration now election is coming in nigeria some years christians don't know now is when they must start to prophesy to the throne rather than getting themselves engaged in all the things what about the boko haram very simple what about fulani husband easy die 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 if god answer the prayer of those who pray that those people should die and god will not answer that's why they didn't die because god don't just keep people he died for the world to be saved the spirit in the man who's dead as they are burying him will enter somebody among those who want to bury him 
and the battle continues. What should Nigerian Christians pray for? Father, break their camp. As Jesus appeared to Paul on the way to Damascus, appeared to them. The, those who are the juggernauts of those people, save them, save them. If you start praying that in, you can't do it for seven days. The whole Nigerian Christian church. Revival will break out from among them. I'm talking about pray, really seeking God. The only way, the Bible says in the book of Acts 8, when Paul, in chapter 7 of Acts, stood to witness the stoning to death of Stephen, the church scattered. They ran and they prayed. And he was going to Damascus in chapter 8, to go, uh, chapter, chapter 9, to go and take permission now to slaughter. And Jesus double-crossed him. When Jesus double-crossed him, if you read the scripture, he says in that story that the church of God had peace for a while. If the head of Boko Haram is born again, he will fight with those who have used him. He will publicly name them and he will fight with them. So, if this hasn't happened because majority in Nigeria, they are praying for the death of man. How can you pray for the death of man? When Jesus said he came to the world to die for man. That is antichrist, isn't it? For God so loved the world. Is Boko Haram not part of them? Oh, because they are wicked. Read the Bible. Was Paul, did Paul do better than them? And God used them mightily. I would get it now. I'm talking about your words. I hope they will hear me. If they don't hear me now, if all the bishops and all the canons of Nigeria become president and senate, they will be corrupt. Because a tree doesn't make a forest. The system is there to strangulate anyone. And it's the spirit. So your word. For you, let the word of God richly dwell in you. Because remember, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Your word cannot be seen if you do not have insanity. It cannot be seen if you do have insanity in your heart. But it could be seen when you have sanity. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. All this cut across ambition in life, what you become in life, in line with the word of God. Let the word of God richly dwell in you. Teach and admonish one another. Everybody should have something to say. In church, people, you teach others what you learn and let them tell you what they learned. Teach, admonish one another. With all wisdom of God, and as you sing psalms, why? A lot of lectures is in psalms. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefit. He who forgive all your sins. And sing it to one another. The others, the Lord, are the fullness thereof, the word, and those who do it therein, they are found upon the seas, the service of the workers, workers. Sing it to one another. I will, I will praise the Lord. Psalm 145. Sing it. That's why we sing psalms. Spiritual songs. Sing spiritual songs. With hymns also. With gratitude in your heart. Be happy with God. Love Him. Be grateful to Him. Because you are, we are not better than others who have gone. But He spared our lives. And whatever you do. Look at that statement. Whatever you do. Whether what? 
In word, let's read together. He said, whatever you do in everything you do, whether words or deeds, so apart from words and deeds, what else can you do? Tell me what man can do. Nothing. Everything you do is classified by deed, action. Or you say something. Whatever you do. Whether you are discussing with friends, whether you are in lecture room listening to your lecturer, and whether you are conversing on behalf of the, of the neighborhoods, fighting, helping to help the poor in the neighborhood, or, you know, establishing the rights of neighbors, you know, to fight for them. I've told you, no member of my church should join Black Lives Matter or All Life Matter to go and protest. I repeat it again, because it did not come from the Bible. You want to help black man, or you want to help Asian, or you want to help, help a white person who is put down. Read well. Okay? Read well. Let your head be correct for book. Those who protested before we were born, their protest did nothing. Every protest will be short-lived. They will only talk about it for a short while. Let's respond to them. They talk about it. All of you, your adrenaline go down. After your protest, they do nothing. But if you are in the judiciary, on the top, you can change the law. If you are in the Council of Medical, in the Medical Council of Great Britain, and you're a medical doctor, you can change the law. If you are heading any institution, you can change policies. <laughs> to get there, read. Don't tell me you are old. As long as you are breathing. What you read will be needed sometime. So for me, I was happy when I was announcing the degrade of the children in this church. Somebody had eight A star star, double star, with two star. The rest two. He got two, two stars, and he wasn't happy. Why should that one be two star? He should all be star star. All of them are reading their result to me. They are they are useless in A star. People who are doing a degree now, first class is like a play. In CFT Church. <laughs> I am happy with that. Because you will rule in this country. It is head that rule, not, not Gragra. Put that in Oxford Dictionary. An interpretation of Gragra. In Oxford Dictionary is Gragra. Hallelujah. Well, if they have borrowed languages from French, they should borrow language from Nigeria at least. Well, let me say this to you, therefore. Whatever we do in our words, in our action, recognize that reveals you. People, I hate Christians lying against demons. Some demons of my father's house did not let me eat. Did they cut your hand? If you still have your hand in your, in your body, use your hand to eat. Oh, they did not let me work. Who told you that? You graduate... In law, you didn't find job in law. Keep on reading that law. Because when job will come and be current, you can register with various associations so that they are sending you journal and you are reading as if you are practicing. Whether you are a banker, you are a builder, you are an architect, you are a doctor, you didn't find job. 
that does not stop you from joining our session. They will read sending journals. You'll be reading so that your head in that field is correct. However, if I cannot practice my medicine now and I cannot practice law now, I know a course I can do for six months and I can make money. Bricklaying, carpentry. That's why I went to do bricklaying before all of you. In my house, I don't need bricklayer. Are you with me now? You do something that you can start yourself and control what you earn. It does not demean you. Apostle Alfred Williams, General Overseer of Christ with Tabernacle, whatever you call him, and the Pope of the CFT Global and Prophetic Voice Minister. A lance of your by profession, a broadcaster, a lawyer, an administrator, a bricklayer. My story is not finished until you put that brick layer and underline it. That if law didn't work, arbitration didn't work, surveying pack up, building technology pack up, media didn't work, I will go to your house and command defense to collapse. Because the Bible says the hand that does not work must not eat. I will stand in the word of God that this is a rich man. I command this war for, and I will put my card on your Broken wall, contact me. And I'll build that, make money. <laughs> Don't let what God made you enter your head by saying that he hold me. Come and do carpenter. You better do it if carpenter will give you food. Until God will send rain. So don't tell me that some demons in my family house who don't have them. We have them boku boku. Uh, some witches in my mother's compound. Which witches? We read yesterday, it is God who gives children. Okay? If you are married and you don't have a child, it's because God has not given. It's not because Satan helped you. Uh, somebody did something. No, 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 no. Forget about those nonsense. Forget about those nonsense. When it's time for God to give you. Everything we have on earth is a gift. If we don't have them, no problem. As much as we can serve God. Are we together now? So I leave you with that. In whatever you do, whether words or deeds, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father for everything He had done through Him. Now, next Sunday, I'm going to go on with this. Uh, yes, I'll go on with this. Before I pray with you briefly, write this underlining factor. All what I've been telling you, you can wrap it up by saying what you are. Is your choice what you are today is your choice number one and your behaviors define who you are and number three you can change your tomorrow by the choice of today don't pity yourself if you are poor it is a condition that some have to find themselves but you can change your tomorrow right now by a decision, which is your thoughts. As that prodigal son says that, I will arise and go to my father. Whatever he gives me insult, I don't care. If he's going to take me insult to succeed, I better take that insult as blessing. I would get in there. Will. 
so that you will be successful for tomorrow. Shall we pray together? Father, we thank you so much for the grace you have given to us and for all your people. May the blessings of, of heaven be upon all who have had me. If we have people, Lord, who have been bamboozed by evil imagination, I cast down those vain imaginations in the name of Jesus. I decree you receive power to take every thought captive in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. O sovereign Lord, everyone that was declared sick or ill, Father, by your word, I speak health and healing into their mortal bodies. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, everyone that is weak in their spirit, I speak strength into their mind. That Holy Spirit will fill their imagination with thoughts that will fulfill God's ordained destiny. Ability to succeed. Receive even for this week in Jesus' name. I declare over you, your life will be a miracle between now and next Sunday. There is power in the spoken word. Those who rise up against you shall fall before you. The powers of hell will never be able to stand against you. The covenant of God with the righteous shall be fulfilled over your life. And as I say all the time, as you have instructed me, I speak to these people. Stand up on your feet, please, and stretch your hands forward. The Lord told me this. Stretch your hands forward as if you are receiving something from somebody. Oh, sovereign one, you told me to speak this blessing upon your people globally all the time. And I say, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help in this week from the sanctuary above. And may the Lord grant you support from his Zion. May the power of the Most High overshadow you. May the covenant of Zion be fulfilled over you and your family. May he remember the God who lives forever and ever. May he remember your sacrifices, your offerings, and your giving. May he accept them from your hand with thanksgiving. May the Lord pay you, repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. And may the Lord make you fruitful. Even in all that you lay your hands on. The covenant of God to the obedient of given. May the Lord manifest over you. He will make all grace abound unto you. And you will have enough to eat until you are full. And you will pray the name of the Lord who had, who had called someone you by name. Never again will you be put to shame. If any one of you is confronted by a situation that is turning to shame, I reverse it tonight, today, in the name of Jesus. And I pray that better is the end of the matter than the beginning. That your end shall be better than your beginning. Your today is better than yesterday. Your tomorrow shall be greater than today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We will all shout for joy. We will all be victorious in our battles. We will lift up the banner of the name of our God. Even may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and made covenant with him, he appeared unto Isaac and established his covenant and fulfilled it in Jacob and in you and I. May he open a book of remembrance concerning you today. And may he look at all the requests of your heart. And I stand in Christ in God and say, your requests are granted in the name of the Father. And of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Put